Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This. This is the Cuse Militia. Now, now, those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Wednesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. That was a weak one, Joe. Go there, join the militia. Live on Twitter X Spaces for the final segment of each show, God willing. You'll get our always accurate picks, and we'll go through yours as well. But first, Dino had a press conference. A couple nuggets. Not good ones. So. Chicken nuggets? He was asked if, might as well be. Actually, those would be better. He was asked <laughs> if Trevor Pena, Joe Moore, and Kalen Ellis... Um, you know, would be, would be able to get updates on those guys. And basically what he said is he, he couldn't talk about it. So are nothing he can talk about something to that regard. So those are three guys we've been like praying week to week, come back to shore up the offensive line and help out in the wide receiver department, especially since Aranda is gone. And, um, you know, I just, that answer doesn't give me the warm fuzzies. At this point, I have no expectations, and it's just about what we can do with what we got. And hopefully, going forward, we can stay healthy. And, I mean, that's really all I got to say about it. I just thought it was interesting that here we are, and everything's always so kept so close to the chest, and I understand all that. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Who knows? You know, we maybe uh, see them pop up in at the Army game. But... Like yeah, I said, I mean, the expectations for me are, are uh, I, I hope they have speedy recovery. I wish them to get back on the field sometime this year, but I think my expectations are just going to be, look, next man up, let's see what we can do. And just like last year, some of this stuff was very good. And I'm just going to try to stay optimistic right now. Team's kind of on fire, and they're looking good. So I'm going to go well, from there. And sometimes too, I mean, you have these guys that start playing together, and they, you know, they get that continuity. I mean, I know that Joe Moore was there in the starting lineup, and he kind of got hurt the week leading up to the game. So, I mean, I think he still has some continuity and, and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, look, these guys, I look at it as like reinforcements, right? Guys that can come in and actually give us something um, more than what we have, at least in depth, at minimum, and. Um, 
I don't think that normally we're used to that, right? Uh, normally we come in rather healthy, and then you know we get injuries, and for the most part, a lot of them, <laughs> especially last year, were like for the rest of the season, and we've already had two this year. So I guess the good thing, and I, I mean, I know it doesn't give you the warm and fuzzies, but you look at it like we know that if it was an end of the season type injury, then he would have announced it by now. So at some point they're going to come back and we've gotten this far without him. We got army coming in. So I don't think this is necessarily not to say that army can't, you know, win if we don't play great, but this isn't necessarily the game. We need the reinforcements to come back for. No, I I agree. And you know, I, Isaiah Jones too, also limited during games. So, you know, in the wide receiver department and, you know, you've got, You've got the guys that can step up. I'm looking, I'm really looking for Donovan Brown. Damian Alford has been either just sizzling and totally impressive, or you're wondering where that guy is. That's it's like that's kind of where I am with Damian Alford. And the 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 talent is there. Absolutely. Yes. With both those guys. So those are the guys I got my eyes on until, you know, we get a Trevor paying you back and um, go from there. So yep. uh, Trevor, obviously it, with the, in the whole dynamic of the special teams was, you know, he's kind of built for that. He's, you know, that's, oh, yeah. that's his that's niche. His yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, hopefully so, but we've gotten this far. We've got another kind of, kind of got another game to burn. I don't want to put it that way, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I don't uh, like to. No, I know, but you you know what I'm saying. To your, to your point, though, a little bit before, you know, suiting up at noon uh, against Clemson. A lot of people pissed off about that, but, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Who cares? We don't what are we, well, we going to yeah, do? And I think some do we, people do we like, find hey, things to be outraged by, though? Well, there's always people that look to... You know, Prime Syracuse, Clemson, they're yeah. close, right? And as far as they play close. Uh, and if Clemson was to beat Florida State, then we went in undefeated. Then there were some people that were talking about possible game day. But we know if we have a noon kickoff, then most likely game day is not. not going to be coming. Right. So, Yeah, well, I mean, those things happen. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's dig into Army right now. The all-time series between the Black Knights and the Orange sits at 11-10 and 10 in favor of Syracuse, and Syracuse is on a three-game win streak, but it's been only 27 years since the two teams have last faced off, and it was Donovan McNabb uh, who led the Orange to a 42-17 victory at home in the Dome, and many of you listening weren't even alive when that game happened. So that's saying something. Uh, Coach Munkin, he's in his 10th year uh, with the Black Knights, and you know he led the team last year to a 6-6 six six finish. They did end the year in some skewed stats. I thought it was interesting. Got this from Noons. Um, they were second in the nation both in both these categories. Most rushing yards, second in the nation, 289.4. And we kind of know the triple, triple option deal there, right? And then fewest passing yards, 76.7. Okay, then their defense last year was fourth best in the country against the pass, but 12th worst in the country against the run. So kind of a kind of a tug of war against itself in a way. But, um, you know, they do have their their biggest returner on defense is uh, Leo Lowen. Lowen. Uh, He finished the season with even 100 tackles. 
and a pair of interceptions. And he's currently he's a senior. He's leading the team this year so far in the campaign, and he's got 17 tackles. So uh, they're two and one, and they just beat Texas San Antonio. They they still have this run heavy. Uh, but they are pat which 230 over 235 yards a game but they are um they they're they're passing a little bit more okay so they're having about 150 yards a game um Bryson Daly he's he's up there they the quarterback he's up there with uh, the most rushing yards for the year with 228 and like I mentioned, he's passing for about 150. Hayden Reed, he's second on the team in rushing with 153. So you got the option thing working still. And they, they do have, you know, they got six turns. So they're averaging two turnovers a game right now. And, you know, if you look at who they've played, it kind of puts things into a little bit of perspective. Um, was it University, Louisiana, Monroe? Yep. Uh, Delaware State. And then, like I mentioned, um, Texas San Antonio. So it's, and they've struggled against the two D1 schools being um, UL Monroe and, and Texas San Antonio. So, and they lost to Monroe. So. Yeah, well, exactly. They did. So um, they blew out Delaware State. It's a D1 AA, 57 nothing. So, I mean, they do, they do have, they, Syracuse has been really good against the run so far this year. So, yeah. They're, minus uh, minus like one play. Yeah, minus one <laughs> minus one play. Yeah, I'd still love to know what the average is. I, I should have looked that up. I should have thought about that. But they are a team that is going to make your. They're gonna they're gonna lessen your possessions, and unless you're forcing turnovers, which is quite possible, I think we all are in agreement that if someone's gonna be forcing turnovers, it's gonna be Syracuse. And it's never a doubt. It can happen at any snap. I feel like I'm I'm that confident in this defense, but yeah. they're going to limit possessions and they're going to burn clock. So, you know, three and outs will be huge, right? Because absolutely. So, you know, with that said, it's kind of like what, what these, what these independent schools kind of do, you know, Navy kind of does the same thing, but it's, it's not really new tricks. It's kind of old tricks, different day. And, it could go one way or the other, but I feel pr- I feel pretty good about it. I do. Yeah. Well, I so it's they traditionally ran the the triple option, right? But there was yeah. a there was a rule NCAA rule. There was a rule change on the off season where it it limited the chop blocking or the you know the blocking um, below the below, waist outside yeah. of the tackle box right. where the receivers would come down and. So um, there's a lot of the triple option offenses that have actually had to tweak their offense. So now. Um, they run out of a shotgun, right? And a wishbone shotgun or something like that. I mean, it's it can be something like that, but a lot of what I've seen, and it honestly reminds me, um, actually, a little bit of of Wake Forest okay. with with Hartman. Um, right. You know, he, he kind of he, he you know Bryce they hold the ball. Right? Remember, we Holds remember Sam Hartman, right? Yeah. And as they go toward the line, and it's kind of a read, and he either gives it to the running back or he keeps it. Um, they'll play action out of that, um, which is why they pass it a little bit more this year because he is in the shotgun and um, that that type of offense sets up for a little bit more quicker plays out of that um, play action. So when I watched uh, some of their their highlights, then, you know, yeah, it's that's what it looks like um, is is Wake Forest. And 
But at the same time, you know, as much as they've thrown the ball more, they still have only thrown 45 times to carry the ball, 158. And that might have been a little bit of, you know, skewed with the uh, Delaware State. But, I mean, three to one, they passed or they run to pass, right? So, um, you know, their leading receiver, I think, has eight catches for 250 yards, and then no one else is over 100. Um, Yeah, he's averaging like 31 a catch, though. Isaiah Alston? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he had a couple big plays, right? So 70-yard um, long, probably touchdown. So, yeah, listen to um, – actually, there's an Allen Army Black Knights um, actual podcast. And I wish I had the guy's name off the top of my head, but I listened to that. And, you know, one of his concerns, you know, the matchups really – I mean, two of the matchups, the, the big matchups that he is, is looking forward to is – Obviously, he brought up our passing defense versus Army's rushing off, or sorry, our rushing defense versus Army's rushing offense, and you know who's going to win that battle. Um, right. But the other thing too that he mentioned was our receivers versus their corners. Their corners, the tallest corner they have is five eleven, and we know that majority of our receivers are at least six three, six four. So. We're definitely going to have the height advantage. We're going to have opportunities where uh, Schrader's going to be able to throw balls where, you know, Army, you know, defensive backs aren't going to be able to, to, to reach it. Um, so I think there's a little bit of a plus on, on our end as far as that goes. And then obviously when it comes to rushing and defense versus offense, you're lining up. And um, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a, a good matchup. Last game, Army, um, you know, the first game that they won, you, Louisiana Monroe, uh, they had 35 minutes of possession. Um, you look at this one against UTSA, who you know I thought put up decent amount of numbers last year, and it's a team that could put up points. And I'm like, what happened? You know, 20, you know, 37-29. How did they lose? What happened? You go back and look at the game. Army had the ball for 45 out, out of a possible <laughs> 60 minutes. 15 so minutes you, of possession. So when you break it down. UTSA, and, and and then another thing, too, to throw it out there, Army had zero penalties, which doesn't surprise anybody. You know, military, they're disciplined. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'm sure they're going to get some penalties, but in this specific one, um, specific game, they didn't. They were 8 for 20 in third down. They were 6 for 6 in fourth down, so they're not afraid to go for it in short. And um, like I said, when you really break it down, UTSA also had the only turnover. Army didn't have any turnovers. Army fumbled. UTSA fumbled the ball and had five, <clears throat> five penalties for 35 yards. And in only 15 and a half minutes of possession, they still mustered 30, 360 yards of offense and 29 points. So, again, this was a huge. This is this was UTSA. UTSA at home. If they would have got three and outs or got some fourth down, six for six and fourth down efficiency, Army was. Um, UTSA probably should have won this game. Uh, if you get the the time of you get the time of possession a little bit closer, they're going to put up more. I mean, the fact that they scored 29 points in 15 minutes to me is is pretty good. I mean, even the first downs you look at it was it was 23 to 14 total yards was 442 to 360. So um, that tells me that Army's defense, you know, against an offense like that UTSA, which is probably the closest offense that they've played to us as far as explosiveness can put up points. Um, 
yeah, I mean, that's really what it is. You know, we got to get them off the field. We got to get their offense off the field. If we get them off the field and we can get our offense on the field, then it's proven that, that teams with good offenses can, can score points against them. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it may take a minute to get used to it, but it's like you know what to prepare for. So you're either going to be good at it or you're not. Right? I mean, in the, uh. in the past, it's killed us. Like right, and, and by the past, the I mean like triple. This isn't the traditional right. triple option, I'm, right? I get so, you. And I don't think they're going to be able to throw that greater against us as long as we stay disciplined as well in the, in the right. defensive backfield. Um, my whole thing is is that this is like Wake Forest's little brother, right? This is like I mean we this isn't an offense that we haven't seen exactly versus what a triple option would be. So when like I said when I watched it, it literally looked like Wake Forest offense in heart. And I guarantee you, these guys aren't running it like Hartman at Wake Forest. And we, and we were in those games. And we've won some games against Wake Forest. Um, and then obviously, too, I mean, you look at Daly. I mean, he had over 20 carries. He leads the team in carries. Um, the guy's he's six foot, 215 pounds. Um, you know, we worry about Garrett Schrader and what he does is sustainable. Well, is what he, this guy does sustainable. So. We're going to get a big dose of daily and a big dose of a read, and they're going to try to you know throw some play action you know plays out there, try to beat us in long balls. I probably wouldn't be surprised to see a couple trick plays, but if we stop that run game and we keep that time of possession even close, then I don't really see a situation where we need to worry. Yeah, I mean that's what Syracuse is thinking too. You just got to do it. How hard could it be? Well, it's probably going to be harder than, you know. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, it, it, the discipline thing, you know, maybe uh, could play a factor. That's an important point. I think it's a good point you made there, especially with, you know, some of the early issues that we've had. I think, you know, it's not a terrible idea to try to take advantage of that, obviously, if you're Army. So, yeah. But it's um, it's exciting after – 27 years when I when I looked that up I was a little shocked actually but yeah it's in state you know and that's the yeah. other thing is, is is you look at it I mean we open up as a 13 and a half point favorite but it's in state armies come into the dome on military appreciation day and I'm I've been hearing rumors that there's a big old block in the 300 section that's blocked off and there's a possibility that there be there's a group of cadets coming so uh, well, you know, I mean, it could be it could be it could be interesting for sure. I mean, but again, this situation is we lose this game. It's it's our fault. Yeah, it's it's yeah, that, all the way I mean, around. That's just really realistically what yeah. I, all the way around, whether it's penalties, whether it's turnovers, whether it's not stopping them on third or fourth down for that matter and allowing them to get 40, 45 minutes of time. possession. That's not going to happen. I'll, well, bet, I'll bet this podcast. But if on we that. go fast, and then they go slow, and they just well, that's, slowly I mean, bleed themselves down the damn field, you know, and just bleed time, bleed time, then it surely could happen. It happened last week. Yeah, they're going to bleed time. Plain and simple. Just a matter of, like we said, I'll say it again. You got to get them off the field. Really, what you uh, got to do is you got to get a lead. You got to score early and often. You got to get a lead. And you got to make, you got to put the pressure on them to to fast pace their their stuff, right? 
yeah. to take more shots downfield or with passing and stuff like that. I mean, in, if you allow them in a game, and that was the thing with Texas UTSA, Army came out 14 nothing in the first quarter. They were allowed to do that. Now UTSA came back 14 points in the second quarter, but they still Army still scored six, so they're still up 20 to 14. So they still allowed Army to run their slope, you know, and then Army won the third quarter 10 to seven. So I mean, when you look at it. UTSA never put themselves put never put Army in a position well, to you, you see get out of their comfort zone. The loss was seventeen to thirteen. Wins were fifty seven nothing and thirty seven twenty nine. Yes, and I'm speaking of the win against UTSA. Right. Well, I'm this not arguing with you. I'm just saying the, the the low scoring game was obviously a freaking defensive battle. Is right is where they lost the game. And that time of possession was thirty five twenty five. In Army's favor. Interesting. But that was also the first. And with them, you know, with their new offense and stuff. So. True. That's true. And then they did some good stuff against Delaware State, and then they, you know, they jumped on UTSA, and that's just something that we can't do. We got to jump on Army and go up fourteen nothing and press the issue with them, make them have the sense of urgency and get out of their comfort zone because obviously last week they were in their comfort zone in Texas and um <laughs> and to control the clock and get the fourth six and six and fourth down and have that much time on the clock is just crazy. They just controlled that whole game. And then UTSA got the ball and scored real quick and gave it right back to Army in which they couldn't stop them. So that's really what it comes down to. Alright. Well I think it's prediction time, Joe. What do you think? Are you ready? See who uh, won last week and move forward and get that who won out of, last week anyway. and, and get that out of the way. We'll go ahead and we'll mention it briefly and then we'll move on. Oh, I must I must have won. You're um correct. <laughs> All right. It's time to hear from you. It's time to hear from you. The Loud Mouths from the Loud House. All right, it's that time of the week. As for your final score predictions for the upcoming game, and you leave them on Twitter, you know we like the meat. Well, Joe likes the meat. No, I don't. I, I, I got to stop saying that. Yeah, okay? you do. Uh, you like the meat with ketchup on it, though. No. False. Mm. Mm. I was trying to think of something I like ketchup on and you, don't want, you don't put ketchup on a burger oh french fries no not if i make it at home okay straight straight a1 oh okay, okay. a1 and may- mayonnaise it's money sunny all right at baptized by fire since he's in the spaces let's hit this one up this is a tough one to guess considering army had 45 minutes of possession against uh, uh texas san antonio I think we stopped the run early, and our athletes on offense score on every possession, forcing Army to pass to catch up. I love this. Great analysis, by the way, Dom. 38 to 10, Syracuse. Yeah. No, then we, we just talked about that, and then, Dom, you're going to have to listen to the whole episode to uh, get it. it. But we were literally just talking about this. We, we brought up the, the UTSA game and how they had 45 minutes of possession and they jumped out on um, them early uh, up 14 nothing and that's something that we can't let them do we got to get them out of their comfort zone and get them throwing and getting them doing things to try to catch up so i'm right there with you at 
no Blanchard 44, 48 to 7. I think Army gets one lucky run similar to Western Michigan, but the mob does what the mob does best and shuts them down. The starters won't play uh, down in the fourth quarter and will head to Clemson week 4 and 0. Oh. So the, um, the the lucky run thing, uh, that, that uh, buy. That's a buy seller hold. I'm buying that. It's inevitable. I mean, it's the law it happens, of the right. law of averages. You, you're going to do it so many times. There's bound to be something that 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 breaks through, right? So, yeah, and you know they know how to react to that now. It's happened before. So, uh, at I'm grabbing these ones with a little bit of chutzpah to them. At David Seven W, we put a spy on their QB, forced them to run it um, conventionally. Uh, I don't know. The mob keeps. Keeps their running game contained. Our wide receivers get their act together under the lights of the dome. Someone needs to step up in the in in the in the wide receiver department. And I think I think the more we play, the better it's going to get. What are you laughing at? And it must be a comment on Twitter. Uh, I mean, huh? no, I think I was okay. laughing at that comment. Okay, okay. Let's read it again. Read it again. You just want me to read it again because I'm having yeah, trouble. Sure. We we no. put a spy on their QB, forcing them to run it conventionally. The mob keeps their running game contained. Our wide receivers get their act together under the lights of the dome. Okay, yeah. I just like the little kind of thing that's in there. It has nothing to do with you. It's just last game, Dino talked about how he thought possibly, I mean, he threw the receivers a bone, you know, threw them a little uh, life oh, preserver. Oh, he gave them an excuse is what he did. Well, I mean, oh, under the lights of the dome. I see what he did there. I got gotcha. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I laughed about, right? So, okay. like, it's it's a situation where if the receivers don't step up this game, then there's not going to that 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 excuse is out the window or that that's life, you know, actually quite reason brilliant. excuse, yeah. right? So, and that's kind of what I, he might not even even you know mention. No, I think he do, did meant to do that. I think he did too. I yeah. think he's smart enough. He, but he's, yeah, he's in fan feedback quite a bit. I think he's a listener. So. He pays attention. It's funny yeah. because it's like all like what going back to just every every one of these that I've even read so far. Th- these these people who comment on these and add this analysis to them, they're not just like your average pedestrian fan who is, you know, d- d- tuning in to watch the game maybe twenty minutes late type thing. You know, they're 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 obviously digging into other people's stats. Obviously. Right. Obviously, David either listens to us or listens to the the presser, right? The post game presser. So, if you got a fan that's an average fan, doesn't do a podcast or this or that, and they're listening to the pressers, I mean, those are the those are the bleed orange fellows and ladies, right? Yeah. Uh, at Jeff and C and Y, forty two to ten, Army makes you Army makes you work and will never quit. But the talent gap here is obvious. If Army had stuck with all option, it would have predicted a somewhat closer score. I would have predicted a somewhat closer score. Yeah, but again, the bleed in the clock thing worries me. And my my score's already written down, and I kind of went like milk toast middle of the row. So, I so what did what did he say? He said if they stick if they stuck to what the option? If they stuck to excuse me, if Army had stuck with all option, I would have predicted a somewhat closer score. So their options changed slightly. I don't think that's it's what he's had talking to. about. He's, Huh? It's had to, it's had to when we spoke about this again in the podcast. Yeah. The option had to change had because to. there was a rule change with people coming from outside it, of the tackle box right. coming down and chop blocking. Chop blocking. Yeah, exactly. So at the end of the day, they had to change it up, and it's going to be something similar to 
what you see with Wake Forest. Uh, they sit in a shotgun and they do a read. It's a read option. That's yeah. what it is. But it looks a lot like Wake Forest. It's just not Wake Forest <laughs> talent, right? It's not Sam Hartman and those running backs. Well, what Sam uh, Hartman used to do was similarly equivalent to what Schrader does with the fake. Yeah, a little bit, but he also passed a lot more. He this, was a way better passer, of, but he was great yeah. at the option. They were very patient was, with that. Very patient. They were super patient with that. But usually it wasn't Hartman running if he didn't hand it off. There was a slant there. There was some – most of the time here, three times out of one, like if he doesn't give it to his running back, then he's running himself. So Three times out of one or clean. one time it's, out of three? It's not – stop. And it's not <laughs> – and it's not as like – it's not as good as, as Sam Hartman did it. You know how he slow played it. Oh, he's, just he's almost paused. like when Schrader did when Schrader did the fake last week, and he took like two, three seconds, and it looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a little like, bit more rushed. Like one and a half seconds and a little sloppy, right? right. That's what it kind of looks like. And I mean, look, they're it's a new offense, and they're just trying to figure it out. And it's not going to look a hundred percent like Wake Forest, and you know, doing it three, four years. So, um, but that's that's what we need to expect with that. And honestly, like I said, it comes down to that. It comes down to getting off the field, scoring points before Army does. At Cuse, Waterboy 2. Schrader beats them with his arm this time more than his legs. The wideouts make up for the drops from last game, and the mob continues to dominate with three more takeaways, plus we finally see a packed dome. Well, mm. um, they are averaging right now two turnovers a game, that being Army. And so three's totally reasonable, a buy. Plus, we finally see a packed dome. And like Joe mentioned, like, what is the ratio? Okay, I mean, that's the question. It's right. going to be a whiteout uh, honoring uh, Schwartzwalder, our great coach, brought us the national championship. And it's Military Appreciation Day, right? So, mm-hmm. and you got Army there. So that's a, that's a lot going on. I it, think there's going to be a lot of Army fans there i wouldn't be surprised if there was going to be a section of cadets and i mean this is the first time they played in state like this like you said for what 17 years 27 years 27 years sorry i remember the seven okay (laughs) yeah 27 donovan mcnabb (laughs) was was that quarterback okay yeah so and back then they weren't so they weren't as good as what they have been in recent days with the army so yeah i mean if it's uh, going to be close to, I don't know if it's going to be close to sold out, but um, I'd have to admit, I mean, Army's got to travel pretty well. I mean, it's not far from places like Fort Drum and whatnot. I mean, you've got. Right. Plus, you've got. You know, My alma mater. <laughs> oh, it was, wasn't it? It was. Fort Drum. I did yes. work at Fort Drum when I was working in the Union in Syracuse back in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember doing a lot of snow removal in Fort Drum. Nice. That's what. The, yeah. That's what you do there. <laughs> that's what you do there. <laughs> that's what, you can't really do too much if, you, if the snow's in the way. Yeah. At number one, Q's fan, forty-two to ten, all orange. Another dominating performance on both sides of the ball. Hashtag pack the dome. Let's f and go. Uh, yeah. Well, let me do. Uh, let me see, Joe. I'm sorry. I'm gonna release it here. Let me do one you more. You want me to? I'm, I'm gonna do one more, and I'm done. At Austin Henry 2, 35-10, we don't score a wild amount because Army kills the clock, but we capitalize our opponents and win com- – capitalize on, on – it must be on our opponents and win comfortably. 
I yeah. okay. That's a that's a real good score. I like that score a lot. It's close to what, what was I score? got. Uh, Thirty-five ten. Okay. I got a little. I got mine's a little bit different, but it's damn close. So, okay. All okay. Right, what does Facebook bring? Anything? I start out. I'm, I'm going to give my boy Sabo some props. You know, there's he, no meat to Sabo's though. Te- you, he's your boy. There is. Text, I know. Text and I'm going to let, let him know, and I'm going to let him know. But I'll tell you what, we do have a conversation, so I'm going to give him, especially considering that he picked Purdue to win last week. So Oof. I'm still going to give him. Yep. Sure, that, so he was that, wrong. That. And I think that this team's changed what he thinks about them. But uh, he's got This Q's team 34. has changed his mind about them. It's kind of what it sounds like, yeah. Um, he's got Q34, Army 13. Um, okay, that's really close to my score. I like it. Okay, yep. So going to Michael DeLello. Um, it'll be a lower scoring game due to Army's constant run plays. So I'll take the under at 51 points. Syracuse covers the 13 and a half point spread with a final score of 33 to 16. Mm, another one really close to mine. And he says, buy, sell, or hold. Okay. Cuse goes 6 and 0, and the game at FSU will be a top 10. Both teams match up Oof. game day. Oh, my gosh. Um, so that means beating Army, Clemson, and, and North Carolina. UNC. And that's uh, assuming I, that Florida State beats Clemson the next game. And well, yeah, we don't have to worry about what they do. I'm just gonna let's just assume they do, right? I'm not gonna worry mm. about that. Let's not worry about okay. that. Let's worry about okay. what Syracuse is gonna do by sell or yeah. hold. I'm I would have to sell, and the reason I have to sell is because just in my heart of hearts, if I get one of these, I'm happy. So I don't care. I'm good with five and one going into Florida State. If I in one of the, by one of these I mean UNC or Clemson, I'm happy with either one. Okay, I mean that's that's a tough that's a that's tough. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying that's tough. And I don't know about top ten either. Although Syracuse, we get close, but you just don't climb that quick. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I get you there. I'm probably I probably would sell as well. I'm What's your consensus, well. though, on the wins and loss? Or well, whatever. I mean, even if we do go undefeated, like you said, we're undefeated now, we're still not ranked, and that has to do – I mean, in college football, it's if, if teams level, ahead of you right? don't lose, True, yeah. then you're not moving up, right? So just based upon mathematics, I don't even know if we can move up that fast. We'd have a lot of – we'd have to have a lot of other teams beat us. You know what I mean? So – yeah, you need a lot on. to happen. You need a lot more to happen than just winning. To move, That's what to I mean. Move That's why I brought up even the uh, the FSU thing too, right? There's a lot more things out of just Syracuse's control to make that happen, which is why it would sell. Um, let's see, John Gubbins, forty to fourteen. Anything less than a blowout would be embarrassing. Say that um, one again. Say that one again. Forty to fourteen. Okay. Anything less than a blowout. Would be embarrassing. I, I disagree. Just depends on. Um, the, just depends. I mean, what's a blo- what's the blowout? What's the spread right now? Fourteen. I mean, so what's a blowout? Twenty eight, twenty one. I mean, if the spread's fourteen, you got to kind of that's the curve, right? I mean, I guess it's just everyone's got their personal opinion of what a blowout right. is. True. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's kind of what I need to know. Right. What's the definition of a blowout? I yeah. mean, I think if we control the game to where it was never a problem then you know or the game was never up to like we were never worried about losing then to me that's a blowout and also true and okay i'll accept that 
but 40 to 14 is absolutely a blowout. So absolutely. I guess he sets the bar with his score, right? <laughs> he did set the bar with the score, okay. absolutely. And it's funny because that's actually really close to my score. Um, oh, okay. I'm going to give, I'm gonna give uh, my brother a little bit a of grace here. A pass? Nope. Top fan Alex, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Top fan Alex. Um, he usually gives some meat, you know, some meat and potatoes with his comments. And this time he didn't. He's tired. Yeah, maybe he's tired. Maybe he's mad that I didn't mention him last time. I don't know. That's why I'm throwing <laughs> him out there. Okay, fair enough. So, but at the end of the day, uh, so he's got Syracuse 38, Army 17. Okay. Still covering the spread. That's really close to my score, too. Um, Andy Stewart, 49 to 6. Defense shuts down uh, Army Army's running game and forces multiple turnovers through the air. Garrett airs it out, and wide receivers make big plays and bounce back from last week's drops. That's what I want. That's what I'm looking for. That's yeah. I think that's what everyone's looking for. And I'll yeah. tell you what. I mean, and as well that, as the like enough with the penalties in the beginning of the game. Enough yeah. with the penalties. Period. But like, yeah. Specifically in the beginning of the game. And then, so this one's weird, and I don't know if these two people know each other, um, but Jason Butler, he comes out, and actually, I, I'm Jack Fiola actually did it sooner. And um, so I'm going to give Jack Fiola the credit here. Uh, yeah, Syracuse's, I'm looking at these now. That's very yeah, that's Syracuse very is at 3-0 against the spread. Army is the number nine rush offense against SU's number 14 rushing defense. Army can't pass the ball at all, ranked at a n- number of 111. I'll take Syracuse 41, Army 13. And it looked like less than an hour later, Jason Butler pretty much copy and pasted exactly what he said. So, and then, <laughs> He did. So, he did. Yeah. To so I'm wondering, where did this come from? Did they copy and paste it from somebody else on Twitter or whatever? But either way, um, I don't know. All I know is that I can only assume that Jason and Jack, either Jason stole it from Jack or Jason and Jack stole it from somebody else. Or and then they Jason's Jack's buddy and he's trolling him. Trolling him. Exactly. Which would be the best. <laughs> that would be the best. Here. Yeah, that's the that best possibility. The yeah. Right. That's the best possibility because otherwise this just looks really, really weird to me. Right. Um, Down to like the spaces and the numbers. <laughs> it's everything. everything. It's exact. It's yeah. exact. It's yeah. not even like the same information. It's copy and paste. Right. So, and then that's a good point too because when you look at that, I mean, we played, I mean, Purdue, Western Michigan, uh, is that comparable to ULM and UTSA and then Delaware State? I mean, Army's number nine rushing and they rush 75% of the time. Right. And we don't have control on our defense on how much the other team rushes, but we still top 15. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, um, I think we're going to be good. I think some of these matchups and these rankings and all that stuff, it really doesn't even matter at this point because it's still too early to say. But um, but I think that was pretty good. Pretty good, 41-13. That's very close to my um, my guess as well. Um, and then realistically, we really don't have anything <clears throat> other than somebody else questioning somebody's profile pic. Yeah, which you know? I asked, what the hell are you talking about, Jim? What the hell are you talking about? I don't even know what the hell this guy's talking about. I click his profile, and he's got a freaking fighting douchebag on there. So, <laughs> whatever. I don't know what that means. Whatever, pal. So, 
Uh, anyway, um, who cares? Uh, so, yeah. okay. I just I to, thought it was weird because it was like I just it was it was random. Profiles, what does someone's profile pic have anything to do with talking about football? And he kind of twisted it in the opposite way that made no sense. Because so, he's um, a he's a Notre Dame fan and he's trolling a Syracuse. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah he's got a right. fighting yeah. Irish guy. Yeah. Did I say fighting oh, douchebag? My bad. A, okay, I, you, you said that, I and mean, I was. You should have known what I meant. I didn't. Um. Okay. Now you do. <laughs> All right, so let's go back to last week in which Joe took home, Will, did eventually take home the victory on his pick of, where was it, B? Um, your pick was, oh, 30-24 to 14. You had 14 in the spread there. Actual spread was, at the end of the game, was 15. So you take it home. Mine was 10. So Joe comes into this week at two and one. Joe, you going to defer or are you going to receive? I'm going to receive. Okay, I've got mine written down already, so I'm not no, changing. I already it. have mine. I okay. already have mine. All right, first time for so, everything. Go ahead. Oh wow! Always got to have a little thing there, huh? You know, you got to get uh, the last I mean, word in it. This is first time for everything. Just stating facts. All right, I got you. Um, so again, I think that we're going to be able to jump on them. I think our offense. Of line is it might be beat up, and we don't have certain guys that we thought we were going to have there, especially on the right side. But um, nonetheless, uh, if Purdue didn't give us a problem, I don't think the Army's going to give us a problem. So I don't think our offense is going to have a problem. Um, we spoke about, you know, the fact that you know the tallest corner the Army has is five eleven, and we got multiple receivers that are four or five inches taller than that. So. Uh, <clears throat> I think uh, that in between that, I think Quinn Allen will have a better running game, uh, rushing day, so to speak. And Schrader's going to be able to get what he what he can get. I mean, I you know I told you I listened to an Army podcast, and he you know he's he thought that maybe this defense for Army might not have that difficult a time with Garrett Schrader with his his fakes and stuff because that's what they deal with every day in practice with the sleight of hand and fakes and all that stuff, but. It's a little bit different when you when you're a step up in competition. So, home game, gonna be a good crowd. Probably a lot of Army fans. What's your damn score? At the end of the day, freaking a! I'm I so patient. How can you complain and then say you're patient at the same time? <laughs> That's that doesn't even make good point. If you're patient. Point. You wouldn't. Have said I anything. was being patient. I was being so patient. You were being so patient until you couldn't be. Anymore. Exactly. You okay, know I have ADD. I Let's go. All right, I got you. Uh, so at the end of the day, I think we're going to score early, and we're going to put just what Dom said. We're going to put the pressure on them, get them out of their comfort zone. They're not going to be able to get 45 minutes of offense on us and just run it down our throat and just run the clock down. And I think that the final score is going to be 42 to 14. Okay, that's uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, I just want to hit up the some of the comments while while we were in spaces here oh are you just gonna take your pick or <laughs> touche but look let's be fair i gave you 10 minutes and i'm on i'm working on 20 minutes. seconds right now really uh, 10 minutes dom come on dom in the spaces says over 190 million lost in jets these past two weeks <laughs> <laughs> um uh let's see um at number one Q's fan, I think we did his. He put it in here, but we did we did his. Uh, at Koopa Loop, how are we comparing their ground and pound exhausting game compared to their decent QB play is dynamic enough, or can we stop both? Their, their passing game is obviously better this year, but I think 
I think they're gonna they're gonna have to rely on they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna come down to them I think relying on this this ground game, and I think when she she guesses by the way thirty five seventeen cues which is good it's really close to my score. Um, I think that at the end of the day, I think you do have a you you have a battling fan bases here, which is somewhat exciting. And for Military Appreciation Day, I think it's fitting, and I can appreciate it. However, I think that Syracuse is going to. I think the defense is going to be too much. I don't think they're going to know what to do. They're going to come in with a game plan. I think it's going to get destroyed, and they're going to and it's going to be, you know. There's going to be some lucky plays, like I said, you know, similar to the Western Michigan run. But at the it's end of the day, plays. yes, exactly. And then when you and like this, like I said, it's the law of averages this is bound to happen because that's what they're going to do. Right. But their passing game is better and they do have a decent wide receiver that we talked about earlier. I mean, is it and better it, just it, because they throw more? It's well, I mean, how efficient it's a good question, but they're still burning the clock. And I and I think Syracuse eliminates some of that. I, I say, oh, I say that the, the I, I say that the that the time of possession is leaned towards Army, but at the end of the day, we win uh, thirty-five to seventeen. I knew you were going to say that. Based what? upon you know all your comments and stuff. Oh, you thought it was also right too. That? I'm very confused. Dominic, is this? Does this comment mean you put ketchup on pork chops? I hope not. I truly, truly hope not. I really hope not. First of all, pork... There's like two or three different dinosaur barbecues that you can put on there that's better than... (laughs) And you cook it with it. This was my point. Yes, exactly. This was my point. Dominic must be buying those half-inch pork chops from Food Lion and (laughs) just cooking them until they're like really thick-ass cardboard. And he's like, oh, shit, man. It's catch-up time. I think that's what's going on there. I mean, because it's the only way you could choke them down is with ketchup. But I'm a pork chop guy, but I like the tenderloin, which is a pork boneless pork chop, but it's in a tube. Yeah, it's in a tube. I'm a huge fan of the tenderloin, yeah. for sure. So, anyways. I, you know, it's funny because, totally off subject here, but I, I never knew pork chops were moist and tender growing up until I found out how to cook them myself. I just always thought they were I just always thought they were dry as shit. Dry? Yeah. Put some, like, sh- put, put some shake and bake over it. Shake and bake, throw them in the bag, hours. put them on the oven, yeah, put them in the oven <laughs> 45 minutes at 350, take the thing out, you could beat your little brother with it. I mean, <laughs> that's about what I did. You know, I was like, oh boy, here we go, shake and bake pork chops. I'd peel all the breading off of it and eat that. And then I'd be like, all right, it's pork chop time. And I would chew that shit forever. Forever. I'd have to swallow it down with milk. <laughs> anyway. And no offense to my mom either. <laughs> That's not a mom jab, say. but it is a mom jab, but it's, I didn't oh, mean it to be. I was going to say, yeah. I'm sure that we're not the only ones that dealt with that for sure. So, <laughs> but it's I like, see shake and bake now, bro, and I'm like, I'm oh, no. Saying. Nope. Nope. I'm just saying. Like, look, honestly, and I don't know if this is just a thing, and I guess this goes a little bit into tailgating, and, you know, I don't know, you know, with this North Carolina game, what we're going to cook or whatever, but, like, growing up, it was like, if there wasn't hamburgers and hot dogs to be cooked, the grill was never used. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's like, I don't cook steak in a pan. 
oven, dry it out, oven. Yeah. And it's like now that I'm older, like I try to do everything on the grill. I don't try to put anything in the oven. And it makes a world of difference for sure. Dom, if you're still there, say your piece. I'm giving you – you have to unmute yourself first of all. And I'm giving you a minute to say what you need to say. You guys are rotten. Really? One minute? <laughs> Look, that's Sean. Uh, hey, hey, the pork chopping was a joke because my wife makes really good pork chops and like this mushroom sauce. I have no idea how she makes it, where it comes from. But my grandmother used to make these bone-in pork chops when I was a kid, and the only way I could eat them and get them down was with ketchup. And that's the reason why I put it there. That's a great trick. I used milk. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's tough. So, yes, it was tough. And and this game, as a prediction, <laughs> <laughs> it scares the heck out of me because of just how Army plays. It's it's such an anonymous. If I bet, I wouldn't even bet on this game because you you can't tell. Even if Syracuse wins by seven, Army can hold the ball for for a quarter, and our whole offense is is getting possessions. So it's this this game. It doesn't scare me as a loss. It scares me as I'm glad I'm listening to it on the radio at work and not watching on TV. Dude, sometimes that's more agonizing. You know, because yeah, well, you're anticipating hey, the end of the play instead of watching it with your eyes. You're like, okay, okay, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. that's tough. Well, speaking of, of listening, I'm on the sorry, radio, Dom, your time's up. All right, Joe, I'm just stop kidding. It. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, speaking, Dom. Speaking, I love you. So, speaking of living on the listening on the radio, I'm listening to the to the pregame of Learfield Saturday because they made Aronde was going to be interviewed by by Matt Park. So I'm listening to that that interview, and then all of a sudden Matt Park starts interviewing John Wildhack on the Wildhack show, right? And Wildhack, he's he's talking about injuries about Trevor Pena and like, oh, you know, Trevor is hamstring. You know, you know how tricky those can be. We we don't know when we'll see him again because of his hamstring. And I'm oh, like, he let the cat out the bag. Dino's gonna kill him. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking when I'm hearing this. And I'm like, I hope they don't record this because, like. Dude, I, I could just imagine Dino if he heard if he knows it that Wild Hack even said it, and because he, 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 he you know how Dino is with with just oh yeah so keeping it close so, to his chest. Yes, so um, Trevor Pena has he has a hammy, so who knows they could be tricky, and who knows when we will oh, see I, him next. I well, thanks for the inside scoop experience yes. right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right, guys, I, I hope to see you in a few weeks. I'll definitely hear from you at least. So yes. Thanks for the link, Dom, yes. by the way. Appreciate yes, you. absolutely. Yeah, even, We're trying to figure hey, it out, Dom. And if you guys cannot get a parking spot because because the all the lots will be sold out, um, just I'll let you know where we are and you can come hang with us, all right? So, so time out, Dom, real quick oh, before oh you go. Boy. Oh so boy. this is the yeah. situation where you have to pay for a parking ticket too? Dude, all right, so – I won't get into what my buddy who went who went to UNC said because he talks about people he graduated as being communists, and I don't want to get into that here. Um, it's probably fair. But he, he's, he said that the, w- the way that the, the stadium and the whole university is set up, it is enclosed. So there's no big lots like, like Wake Forest or like uh, NC State. And like – Basically, people park on the street on what is it, Franklin Street or or 
by restaurant by little restaurants and like bars and they get lubed up in these fancy foo-foo bars before the game and then go to the games or they or they go to events inside the the friday center or something like that and they have their wine and cheese in there and then they go to the game that's mm. exactly the exact words i heard they're trying to turn uh, nc state into that too yeah but so it is that's stupid. he said there is zero tailgate scene he goes the fraternities all have houses and so they don't tailgate they don't do anything they party in their houses before the games he said literally and so the only way i got that link was by calling the unc um ticket office and say i got tickets i live in greenville where do you park where do you tailgate what do you do and they're like oh the tailgating scene is not that big it's not like ecu and i'm like oh my gosh and he goes but you could Go follow this link, and they told me what the link was, and you can find prepaid parking there. So that's okay. what it is. Well, I got so I got a cousin who uh, his wife is actually like works for UNC, and I also have a buddy I work with that's part of the Rams club, and he goes to like every oh, home game. Oh, good for so. you! <laughs> good for you! Oh, good for you! And how was it? It was good. <laughs> <laughs> so you can be parked by the baseball stadium then, because that's where all the Rams club people are, and you'll well, be like walk a block it, to the sta- the football stadium. What I'm saying is, is that I'm going to speak to them to figure out the best place to park <laughs> and get some all more right. inside information. Well, so, just share it. I will share right. it with you share guys it. when I get. Hey, uh, I we got our two parks bought, so I'll be at those spots. So we'll 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 meet up somehow, even if we're not parking or tailgating in the same spot. So sounds good. Yeah, and who knows about Sean because you know he he won't know until they give him a time. I mean, it's, the it's, they're really they're really dragging this thing out. It's I mean, Don, really the frustrating one thing that people don't really know is like Sean's really bougie about stuff like that. You know, I know. so um, Sean, they they don't release. I don't think that's the time it. of the game <laughs> for twelve days before the game. Twelve, so you won't know if you're going twelve days before the game. That's what it is. I don't even know if it's twelve. I mean, they've been releasing that what every Monday, right? Yeah, yeah, less than a week. Yeah, that's twelve days. That's twelve days before the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, you're right. So basically, like then that's what I was talking to you about, Sean. If you go on the um, trajectory of the last two weeks, then we're not going to know that until Monday. Yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, look. Dude, I get it. Virginia Beach. What is that? A five-hour no, ride to Raleigh? No, I mean, it's three and a half. First of all, that's not three, it. Okay. That's not the. Th- that's not the thing. That's not the thing. It's. 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 it's um, I don't know how many tickets to get. It depends on what time the game is and, and how many tickets I get. Because if it's a situation uh, okay. where I might have to hotel it because it's going to be late, then right. I can't. My son's not bringing his girlfriend. So, uh, okay. so if it's a noon game, we'll we'll bring his girlfriend and um, then we'll come back. You know, yeah. not a big deal. Dude, even dude, if it's a, even if it's a four o'clock game, right? The whole situation with the Syracuse ticket office, where I got tickets from, I told first in order to just have the privilege to buy from the Syracuse, so you could sit with Syracuse fans, cost me forty four bucks to join the the Cuse Athletic Club or fund Makes or whatever sense. it was. And then and then you get then then you got to buy the sixty five dollar tickets, and then they cap it at eight. And I'm like, why do you cap it at eight? You don't even know how if you're going to sell out. Well, no, that's that's how we do it. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not why buying there, sir. People come to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. So, um, as soon as I know, yeah. y'all will know. Okay. Yeah, I just, you know what? I had a bad experience back when Syracuse played at MetLife against uh, against USC. Like I had my son David with me when he was a kid, 
And it was just not a good experience being around people who are not Syracuse fans. And then even at a UNC basketball game, like they were turds. So yeah. I, I just don't want to deal with that. I'd rather be with Syracuse <laughs> people. So I, I put up with the extra, a little bit more money and, and uh, the frustration, you can only get eight tickets. So, but yeah, anyway. I think we're kind of the same way. I'd rather, much rather sit in the visitor sections for sure. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys, you have All a good right. one. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll see you guys later. My, my youngest wants to eat now the baseball game's over and he's standing there giving me the look. So. All right, Dom, thanks for tuning the in. Same look that for, Sean's thanks, giving you, too. Thanks. So. No, that's not true, Joe. Thanks, oh, for, okay. thanks for chiming in, Dom. Appreciate you. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Bye. That's totally true. Um, it's a long minute. <laughs> I'm, cool. I'm putting Dom on the That's clock same. from now on. Dom's going on the clock. Um, Come on, what uh, are you gonna do? Get like a sand fucking timer? Uh, like an hourglass thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that called? Hourglass, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not like called the sand. sand timer. It's not called the sand fucking timer. That's not what uh, it's called. I mean, <laughs> it is today. <laughs> okay. All right. Look, uh, th- this is the part of the show where. We leave while we're ahead. <laughs> and I don't even think we're doing that. So uh, appreciate all of you for tuning in. Thanks, everybody, in the Twitter spaces. Appreciate the feedback. We will be back here on Sunday after the Army game. For Joe, Sean, we're out. Peace.